Welcome to the AI-generated podcast. I'm your human host, Izzy. I'm a computer science and audio engineering student. And I'm your other human host, Kelsey, uh, a fashion professor starting off a new school year. And a professional houseplant cultivator. You go to people's houses and you water all their plants and you do that for a living. I would be I would be excellent at this job. <laughs> Do you have a lot of houseplants, Kelsey? I have uh, I have five houseplants. One of them is very new. I bought it at Home Depot and it's like this plant that comes in a little jar and it, it just like you can see the roots like sitting in the water and you like keep the jar like corked and all you have to do is like change the water like every once in a while. Um, and I'm really excited about it. It's very cute. And then I have a monstera and I have like a palm and then I have um, two snake plants. That's amazing. That Home Depot section at of with all the plants is a very tempting section. Oh like my I, gosh. I, sh- I shouldn't go over there. <laughs> it's so hard to like not get yourself a little treat there. Just a, a little, little, just a little, little something. A little yeah. plant friend. <laughs> We're being held against our will by a multinational corporation who won't let us go until we've taught their AI American popular culture. On today's episode, in hopes of freeing ourselves from these corporate overlords, we have given all of the Beatles songs to the AI. The AI generated podcast has been synchronously composed by a number of intelligent computer programs designed to mimic the tone of a data set of texts. This internet radio show seeks to harness this technology for meaningless tasks. I'm pretty excited for this episode, Kelsey. I'm excited too. Do you like the Beatles? Are you a Beatles fan? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I I have never been a big Beatles fan. Really? Which is funny because I love music and I've always listened to the Beatles and been like, this is okay. This, I guess it I'm like this just sounds like old music but i think because the style is so different than contemporary recorded yeah. modern records like the records sound different the styles are different i think it just feels kind of foreign to me you know but then i yeah. was listening to all of them again for my my research for this episode and i was like these are terrific songs like the recordings yeah. definitely the records sound different but the songwriting is amazing they're so good yeah i think I think everyone loves the Beatles or like if you don't love them, you haven't really given them a chance because they're just happy. They're just like, <laughs> they're just, they're just happy songs. Um, well, some of them are, but some of them are right. like really sophisticated and they have, tell stories and they create new worlds, you know? Yeah. I really love like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, I've always thought that the Beatles sound like, they sound like a bad Beatles cover band to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it sounds a bunch, like a bunch of guys trying to cover a song in their basement and that's the record. But I know it's just because it was recorded in the 60s or whatever. <laughs> Gen Z probably can't relate to the Beatles. <laughs> but us elder, elder millennials, <laughs> we, were, we were right it's there. Not like, it's not like you were there. Right? <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was... I was not raised on the Beatles either, um, but I do really, I do really enjoy them. What's your favorite Beatles song? Um, yeah, so probably "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" because that's that's the one that I, sky. I guess I just said. Um, 
And that's when they started experimenting with sound design too and doing some really interesting kind of sonic textures. They had layers of synths. They really went crazy with the effects chains on their guitars, started creating some kind of otherworldly sounds. Yeah, that song is so cool. Um, all of the all of the really unique sounds that are like embedded in it. Uh, I just, I love it so much. I have like really strong like, visuals for what I like imagine when I'm seeing that song um too like I have like a whole little worlds that I can go into uh, <laughs> it's just so it's so descriptive and vibrant do you have a favorite yes yeah. my favorite Beatles song <laughs> is um because no one's ever heard of it and it's like in my opinion is their best the best thing they've ever done it's an acapella song mostly and it's just them singing these really tight weird harmonies it's wow. good. I would play it here, but it would violate a lot of copyright. I know, and they are litigious. They are <laughs> extremely protect the estate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> extremely protective, unfortunately. So this episode was a bit of a challenge to train because I needed all the lyrics, which is all under copyright. And as you said, they're extremely protective of their copyright. I got myself banned from a number of <laughs> <laughs> lyric websites um, after I tried to scrape them all. So you are out there violating contracts um, That's for, right. the, for the podcast. I've been permabanned from azlyrics.com. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Um, how many songs do they have? Is it like enough to get you banned, I guess? Enough that I was trying to, that I wanted to automate it, that I didn't want to copy yeah. and paste by hand. Yeah. It's like maybe a hundred songs that are like published oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. under their label or something. 213 200? songs. Okay, yeah. That's crazy. That's way more than I than I thought. This, this website says 277. Yeah, it's a lot. That's so cool. So then did you feed it into like a good AI or like a dumb AI? <laughs> Yes, I fed it into the best one because writing song lyrics, as I found, is a very challenging task for the AI because yeah. it doesn't really understand meter and also rhyming. Mm. It it does some rhyming in these songs, but it doesn't totally know how to rhyme either. So yeah, so for this episode, I wrote two songs in the style of the Beatles. So first off, I took all the lyrics. I scraped them from the internet off the sites that would let me. <laughs> and then I fed them all into the AI and then I asked the AI to write new songs and then I took those lyrics and then wrote Beatles songs from that. So this was a really a collaboration between man and machine, I think. <laughs> um, did you give it prompts for the songs? No, I said, go ahead, write me a song in the style of the Beatles. Is it what, oh, I'm so curious as to what it wrote. I just imagine it would be like, it would be like, Whoa, whoa! <laughs> like, is it whoa, a lot of like? Whoa. There's a lot of parentheses, ooh. like, oh yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> the backup vocals, yeah. Are we gonna? Are we gonna hear one? Let's do it. Let's roll one. Because I don't understand. I'll wait here for the world to end. I'll wait here. As it begins It doesn't scare me It's all I've known This is so beautiful I'll keep from sinking As I swim 
That was crazy. I um, I have sunblock in my eye. I'm not crying over this song, but it you're was. You're not crying over this song. Was you can, really it's okay. Beautiful. You can say you can say you're crying, Kelsey. It's okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so beautiful. I I'm actually shocked. I do think your your music was really good. Like you really hit the Beatles the Beatles note. It's trying. I was trying. The Beatles are hard. They've got a very distinctive kind of flavor. There was something that like reminded me about like MGMT too, or like that kind of like early 2000s, like soft synth, um, even though I don't think there was any synth in there. Um, no, no. But anyway, I don't know. The uh, The lyrics were really good, I thought, actually. Yeah, pretty good. The, <laughs> the only line that I was like, I really... <laughs> I was having a hard time with this. It was a day in the life of a lazy man, thrilled yeah. to death he can't understand. I know that was the definite. <laughs> that was definitely out of left field. Um, it doesn't so, make any sense. Because the rest of it was definitely like a song about a breakup or something, or about like heartbreak. And then that was like a day in the life of a lazy man. But that yeah, is yeah. kind of like they have some really strange lyrics. So maybe it was just like feeding into that a little bit, like the the walrus. What is that yeah. song called? Well, I, I am the walrus. Yeah, I, I was trying. Walrus. I was trying. I felt like this was a late Beatles song to me, mm. like when I was reading the lyrics. So I was trying to get the sitar, but um, but yeah, okay, the other thing maybe about that's this, the synth sound that I yeah, was like hearing. You're hearing, yeah, vibing with. The other thing about this that I really liked was. It starts out by saying, because the way that you look is the first time, it's the first time that I've seen you shine. And then it changes. The next time it does that chorus, it does. It's the way that you look. It's the first time. It's the first time that I've seen me shine. I know. I was touched by that. I was like, oh, now he's coming out of his shell. Yeah. Or whatever. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. I can't get over this. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. I want the whole album produced. <laughs> yeah, like for real. In the style yeah. of the Beatles. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do think there's something there. It was great. And um the song was that song was beautiful. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm thanks, sorry. I, like, thanks. <laughs> I didn't expect to have this kind of emotion about it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the first time you shined whenever we've done the ai writing poetry because poetry is is art right as opposed to like yeah prose or just talking like whenever i see it try to or not even try like whenever i see it make art it's really stunning yeah because like, art is such yeah. a human thing you know it's it's like expression it's like yeah the horse poem was equally yes, as shocking. Yes, that's the one. I, yes, that's yeah. the one I was thinking of from Dr. Seuss. If if you haven't heard that episode, go listen. Dr. Seuss, the last poem is like the greatest thing I've ever read. It's so good, <laughs> and like and like I've just been reeling from it ever since. I think about the horse poem like almost every day. <laughs> so, in case you didn't hear that episode, it's a song. The AI wrote a poem about a horse that is chained inside, right? That can't, or it's it, like. It's like at least a horse that's a workhorse and it, it doesn't have the ability to like run free through the meadows. And, it's and it wants like to be free. It him. wants like, to. It's yeah. A, from the perspective of the horse who's like wants to be free. It's really beautiful. <laughs> but what really got me about that was that and maybe this is my human mind kind of drawing these connections where they shouldn't be drawn. But I know the fact that a program in a box wrote a song wrote it's a poem about right there being, cha- being chained to the work and wanting to be free it's extraordinary <laughs> it's right it's extraordinary there. yeah <laughs> it's so easy to make that connection and it feels so legit like i'm with you it feels like that poem was like a a wish for escape it from the ai it's so trippy <laughs> okay so i have one more song but i have a couple poems to play before that song okay this is kind of, it's kind of a story. It's kind of a tale. It's not, it didn't feel like a Beatles song to me, but it did feel like it was worth reading. Okay, here it is. There once was a man in a distant land, buried in ice deep and asleep. They found him when all hopes were gone and dethawed him and woke him from his tomb. He came from a land of snow and ice. So begins the tale this man would say. A thousand years he slept and dreamed of wars and nights and deeds grand and grim. They thought him a god, said he would share his wisdom and power, that he could save their world, forgotten and lost and free, if they would worship him. But he was not a man, as much the people held dear, and he was not a god, as they had hoped, for as they looked closely they could see the man they had found was not in his prime. They did not hold him in much esteem and wandered over this sad, dark green and took to worshipping him reluctantly. When they grew tired of their burden and their life had grown monotonous, they scorned the people they had found and decided to uncover him and let him go. He had but one last request. Without this request, he could never be at rest. He asked that his lore be kept in his best and buried with him for all that he had done for them. The people agreed and went to rest, thinking of the god in his fiery tomb. The years went by and the man was forgot, until he was discovered, brought out. He had appeared from the realm of death and brought with him stories of his great worth. 
He had many tales that he came to share and told them of things that he'd reviewed. He was asked about the lore that he had kept and of where it was buried by the heathens. For he had been gone a thousand years and no one was living who had watched him sleep when his one final request would be met and the man said he would look upon the death of his foes and have his revenge if he could. But they did not listen then and they did not hear his final wish They said they had no fear of a coward or a slave or dead man could say and bowed their heads and paid him no heed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is totally different than the first, (laughs) the first song. Yeah. It didn't feel like a Beatles song to me. No, it feels um, maybe like Alice in Wonderland or something. I don't know. Like, uh, or like the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, some heavy prose here. Yeah, well, it's I think it's poetry. It rhymes sometimes. <laughs> it's a neat story. It tries to it tries to rhyme. This request, he could never be at rest. He asked what his lore could be kept in his best. They did not hold him in much esteem and wandered over his sad dark green. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've read this a couple times, and the best I can do is that I think it's a story. So this guy comes to their village, and. They think he's they think he's a god. Like they this new guy, you know, presumably looks a lot different, talks different. They think he's a god. And they they find that he's not a god. He's just a guy. He can't do anything. <laughs> and then they kick him out. They kick him out once they realize he's not a god. And then I mean, he comes back or something. I don't know. It was a little a little unclear. Okay. No, they put they buried him. All right, so this this is a story with a flashback in it. So we start in the beginning with the man buried in ice, deep and asleep, and someone is digging him up and dethawing him. And then a thousand years ago, it said he was looked unto as a god. And then they scorned him eventually, those people who worshipped him as a god, and they buried him. And then... <laughs> is it? Is this sitting right with you? And then I think the so. people I think who so. are digging him up are like, what was your life like? And he's telling them everything. And then he's like, I would want one final request. And then they don't meet that final request. The final request, though, is to have revenge. So <laughs> I don't think that a thousand years later he would be able to gain revenge. But <laughs> So he comes back from the tomb, from the dead, after a thousand years, and he's still... Teaming. He's pissed. He's pissed. <laughs> he's, he's still like, teaming. These guys stopped worshiping me and I need to destroy them. And then everyone's just ignoring him. But this guy is a god. So this this could be setting them up for like, you know, some real some real trouble if he starts deciding to score. I think he's not a god yeah. though. <laughs> he's just a dude. I think so. This feels to me the story feels about <laughs> like what what power does to you. That kind of feels like what the, yeah, yeah. the moral is. I agree. I also think it's like maybe about like kind of history repeating itself or something like that. Yeah. Like when you wake up a thousand years yeah, and they aren't like listening to or learning from anything that he's saying. So it could all happen again. <laughs> I think we've spent enough time trying to interpret this. This silly poem. AI generated. But I, I, I feel poem. like I feel like we keep saying that like, oh, it's nonsense. But then I've read real poetry that like. <laughs> 
made less less sense sense. than this, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm impressed with this one because it seems to continue the same story throughout. A lot of times the AI, when you like kind of give it a story, it'll kind of take a hard right turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, But this is the same story the whole time and it it makes sense and it even seems to have a moral. And whenever it can do that, I'm pretty impressed. (laughs) Um, Fitting in something that like says something about humanity is is really cool. Where do you place this in the? You don't think it's a Beatles song at all? Uh, I I I could see it maybe as some of their late work, or maybe on the Sgt. Pepper album. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if they did some kind of weird voiceover storytelling, it's it doesn't have a meter <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. And I tried to write a song to it, and I really I really didn't had a hard time with it. Yeah, because it's just like. It's all different. Yeah. <laughs> all the lines are different lengths. What they is don't, the chorus? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, songs don't need a chorus. Come on. Um. <laughs> oh, you think they do? You think all songs need a chorus, Kelsey? <laughs> Every song has to have a chorus. I don't acknowledge any other songs. <laughs> no, wow. of course. Of course. Of course they don't. But I think most Beatles songs have choruses. Maybe. Am I wrong? They do all have courses. Oh, okay. Almost, okay. yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay, here's a poem that here's a poem that I wanted to write into a song, and then I ran out of time. But I think this would make a great Beatles song. So here, here's a, here's how it goes. I love to listen to a pulsating sound. It's such a joy when words become a one-way ground. Every piece of music has a different rest. Like two lovers, they depend on each other's trust. And whenever lengthy or too short, they never bore me. I love to hear you laughing. I love to hear you sing. I love to hear you laughing. I love to hear you sing. Repeats a couple times. And then the chorus is, I love the way you love the words I say. I love the way you love the words I say. And then the second verse is, you have to follow people till they're moving away and watch the tide until the water starts to sway. It's good to be precise. It really helps you to play. And whenever lengthy or too short, they never bore me. I love the way you love the words I say. <laughs> it's really oh, coarse. I love the way you love the words I say. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be a really convincing Beatles song. You gotta produce it in your in in your all your spare time. <laughs> I know. Maybe for the finale, I'll I'll take that one out. <laughs> I'll write write a song for that one. I really love how you love what I say. <laughs> I love the way you love the words I say. I already forgot what the words were. <laughs> it's a forgettable chorus, unfortunately. It's not catchy. All right, let's go to the final song. Yay! This one is called Caught in My Trap is the name of this song. How could I say?
wanted it to have another drop, like a another drop. <laughs> I I did stray a little bit from the classic Beatles sound, but that's what that is what I heard when I when I read these these really angsty um, like punk lyrics. It felt like yeah, the music you wrote felt more like Hoobastank, yeah, which yes. I love Hoobastank, so it's a it's a high compliment from high school Kelsey. But um, the, thanks, I loved it. I really liked I really liked the song, the like writing of the. The writing of the song, Caught in the Trap. Caught in my trap. Yeah, How I gotta work. I have been such a fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But this one had the parentheses for the backup vocalists. Yeah. All, all, all I wanted was there. for you to care. For you to care. Such a fool. <laughs> I heard you say you'd never love me. Never. <laughs> those weren't those weren't in there though. You didn't get you didn't get the, I didn't have time. the I didn't backup have time. singers. I know. <laughs> This is like it feels a lot more like a classic like breakup song. Like Yeah, actually did we get we got two breakup songs. Yeah. Breakup songs are the pinnacle of music. Heartbreak I agree. creates incredible incredible music. Yeah, I've been working on this album for a couple of months and mm. every song that I've written has just been sadder than the last and I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm realizing that it doesn't have the vibe that I was kind of hoping it would. But that's okay. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Yeah, I mean, if your if your album is all sad songs, then yeah, it's gonna be a different vibe that you're going to for. But I don't think that like an album has to be all the same pace or like all the same mood. No, no, no. I don't or think anything so like that. Um, I really liked Corn a lot in high school. Um, great. I was really into into Corn, and they have some incredible slow songs, and it's so random but i love them so much i think they're like some of their best songs i don't know don't be afraid to branch out i guess be like corn <laughs> be like corn that's great advice <laughs> oh my gosh i'm excited for your album is it how is it coming along it's good it's i would say 60 percent. i have enough Ooh, cool. material like it's almost all written i have a ton of material but yeah. it's like it's on the whiteboard still you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not it's not in a linear project. Yeah. I got a I got a sneak peek of one or two of the songs and they're so good. So Thanks. Uh yeah, I can't wait. So yeah, if you if you like the music in the show, stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, this was great. I loved this episode. I love the Beatles. Welcome back. Wait, so this is our first episode of Season two. I like how we're doing this at the end of the episode. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back to season, season two. two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for listening, everyone. Tune we got some great episodes week. for you. Yeah, we've got some incredible episodes lined up for season two. The AI generated podcast at gmail.com. That is the relevant email. Or you can find us on at AI Generated Pod on all relevant social media platforms. Kelsey and I did the data collection for today's episode, and I did the processing and model training. I also produced the show and wrote the music. Ellie Baker and I designed the thumbnail. Thank you to the Beatles for being the Beatles. <laughs> being the greatest musical act of all time. Thanks to the people over at OpenAI working on GPT-3 for making the API that we use on the show. This show was unwillingly solicited by our corporate overlords at Dover Demon Incorporated.